Welcome to Manifestation Lizified, your weekly dose of inspiration. This podcast is rooted in the belief that a positive mindset can improve every aspect of your life, from work to relationships to your overall well-being. By changing the way you interact with the world and approaching it from a positive place, you will manifest a fulfilled life of your creation. Hey guys, so I'm really excited to be back um, for the third episode, oh my god, we're already on number three, right, of the Manifestation Lizified podcast. Uh, just to kind of set the stage, I'm back in New York City, and of course I'm burning my quintessential incense in the background. Uh, it's really nice to finally be home. You know, when you're traveling so much, it's, you know, you kind of start falling out of your routines. Uh, I've, I've already cleaned the apartment, so I'm excited because, you know, it's nice to come home and have something uh, clean, feel like you're in your own space, especially when you've been on the road for so long. Um, And, you know, later this month and next month, I'm going to be working on decluttering a little bit. That is going to be a topic for another day. Uh, But speaking of getting back into your routines, I really wanted to talk a little bit today about self-care. So, I originally had another topic in mind, but today I really felt called to talk about self-care routines and how important they really are for for us and for our mental and emotional well-being. And I'm not talking about the self-care that's advertised to us, like an expensive spa day or many petties. I am talking about what soothes and feeds your soul. Uh, so Friday night, I have a friend, she lives a couple floors above me and she called me to come over and help her kind of figure out what rent the runway outfits to keep and which ones to send back. Uh, and so we were just kind of hanging out, uh, had, had an interesting conversation about placing an emphasis on our identities outside of work. So I work in travel PR and she works in in in-house marketing for a travel startup And we were just kind of wondering, like, you know, if we were to lose our jobs tomorrow, who would we be? You know, I remember I had a time when, man, my identity was so wrapped up in what I did for a living that I found myself, like, I was lost. I I didn't know who I was outside of my job. So I found myself mainly just talking about work, the good, even the frustrating parts. and, And that's all I really had to say. Um... I also realized that it was really up to me to set the boundaries and strike the right balance in my life. So for several years, I worked like 50, 60 hour weeks and I was done. I was burnt out. Uh, I was getting bad tension headaches daily. Um, I was working on the weekends because I wanted to quote unquote catch up. But here's the deal. Every time I worked on the weekends, I never actually caught up because there was always more work to be done. My immune system was shot. I was constantly catching the worst sore throats, coming into work with a the raspy throat. Sometimes I couldn't speak. There were the occasional phone calls or on a client call. I'm like, so I can't lead this because I can't speak today. Um, And I realized that there was just, um, there was always going to be more to do. um, And it really was up to me to take a step back to reevaluate what my priorities were. Um, And at first it really wasn't easy. So there were plenty of tactics, excuse me, there were plenty of tactics, my goodness, I can't speak today, that I had to employ uh, at work. I had to really think about working smarter, choosing instead of having this crazy long to-do list, because I always have a crazy long to-do list, I really started to look at it from the perspective of what are the top three things that are going to help me to be as productive as possible that are really going to shift and move the needle. Um, And then, you know, the other items that I get done are just icing on the cake. 
Uh, I started shutting off emails after a certain time period. And look, I get it. I mean, and most people in their jobs, that that's tough to do, right? I work in PR. PR can be 24 hours. Um, I, I used to do public relations for the Ringling Brothers Circus. And I mean, I was on a date one night at midnight and I'm getting phone calls uh, that there was a crisis. And so I had to go deal with that. But again, my colleagues know if it's an emergency and it's after six, seven o'clock at night, text or call me and I'll be available. Um, but I shouldn't feel tied to my email inbox as though I'm going to miss something important after a certain hour. Uh, but I digress. So the biggest thing for me was really carving out time in my week for self-care. Um, and like I said earlier, it's really about those activities that soothe the soul versus the what's advertised to us as quote unquote this is self-care but really you still don't feel as refreshed or rejuvenated afterwards so i want to share with you just a few tips of what i have done and how you can ideally do them too um, and the one thing that these tips or i guess they're more examples versus tips um, the one thing that they all have in common is really um, that all of these self-care rituals brought me joy and they continue to bring me joy. Um, so no matter what has been going on in my life, whether it's work stress, personal stress, stress or whatever, um, usually having these things in my back pocket have always proved to be a solid go-to way to shift my energy in a positive uh, direction. And by the way, we'll talk more about energy in another episode, but for now, I just want you guys to know um, that your energy and the frequency that you kind of reverberate and, and share with the world is really important. And I think that always finding a way to ground yourself to come back to a more positive place is extremely important. And that's the point of having those self-care routines, right? So that you can show up to, in the world as the best possible version of yourself and take care of your needs. Um, because if you're not taking care of your needs, you're not going to be able to help or be of any use to anybody else. Uh, so yeah, so here are just a few examples of how I did it. Uh, sometimes I like to keep some of my favorite movies or TV shows on repeat. I am one of those repeat book readers, TV watchers, all of that jazz. And I'm not saying spend your day lounging in front of the TV, but if you know that there are special movies or films that just kind of put you in the right mood, always bring you back to a happy place, keep those. Make sure you have digital downloads of them so that when you need that pick-me-up, they're there for you. Um, usually those are the ones that have these characters that you just can't get out of your head. When they're gone, you're like, you feel like you've lost some friends. Like, I, I love stories and movies and films like that because they stay with you always. Uh, and I know I've mentioned this before, but I, you know, I, I live in a studio apartment, so boundaries for me are really important, especially because I work remotely. Sometimes I go into a WeWork, sometimes I work from home, but um, I, I try to really create spaces in my home for self-care, create spaces that are not dedicated to work because you can kind of find yourself just going, going, going and continuing to work. Um, so I tend to do my job at my desk. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that I created a reading nook, a place that was dedicated only to unwinding. So when I get up from my computer, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with work. I'm done with that. And I go and I sit over there. Granted, it's like maybe five, six steps away, but I know that the only thing that happens in that space um, is stuff that brings me joy. So whether I'm curling up on my cozy little Papasan chair and reading a good book or an old favorite, 
or I'm drawing on my iPad, I know that that is my space and that is my area where only um, me self-care type items take place. And I think I've, I mentioned this, I think I've mentioned this like every single episode. For some reason, burning incense really just makes me feel more relaxed. So that's what I tend to do. I like to burn it right before I record an episode. Um, I know some people don't like it, but hey, you do what works for you, right? Maybe some people prefer to burn candles, whatevs. Um, I'm also really big on bubble baths. So I always have like an, like lavender Epsom salt soaks on hand and it is the best in the wintertime. Uh, when you're cold and you're coming in from the outside world, you're like a bubble bath, lavender salt soaks. Heck yeah. Uh, I also, I occasionally get some massages. I, I've found that New York City is littered with reflexology places. So it's nice to just kind of go do that. I tend to go to this area in Brooklyn called Forum Hill. And then afterwards, I like to just take a nice little stroll, walk around, enjoy the brownstones. Um, for me, I really love seeing like the different colors on the doors, the wreaths and the holiday decor. Uh, look, I'm from Florida. We didn't get that very often. So I love like the brick exterior, um, the beautiful architecture. And for me, that just kind of elevates and soothes, soothes my soul just a bit. Um, oh my God. And on the weekends, I love to go to Prospect Park. Uh, for those who don't know, Prospect Park um, was designed by the same person who created Central Park, except this one was in Brooklyn. Although from what I've been told, he supposedly preferred Prospect Park and felt this one was more so his crowning achievement. Um, at least that's what I've heard from Brooklyn residents. Uh, Prospect Park usually has this really beautiful farmer's market. So sometimes I pop in there, uh, you know, and pick up some, have a, what is it? They have a lavender farm vendor there. So I tend to pick up some lavender oil, which is perfect for my Epsom salt soaks. Um, there's a library, so sometimes I go in there, I pick up some free movies, books, whatever, um, or I'll go and I'll do some drawing, maybe a coffee shop or in my creative space at home. But do you see, all of these things are just like little laundry lists of items that I can do to immediately elevate my energy, to shift it into a more positive way. Um, and some of these are as small as taking a bubble bath or as large as going for a walk during Prospect Park, going for a massage. Uh, so you can kind of fit, uh, and, and how do I put it? You can kind of have a laundry list yourself of these self-care routines and items and things that you can be doing and activities uh, and fit them in wherever you find the time to, right? So for the bigger ones, like walk, walks in Prospect Park, going to the market, those are things I like to do on the weekend because I like to spend the day just wandering and relaxing. During the week, you know, I'm working all day, but what can I do to immediately kind of shift things off? Is it just reading a few pages of a book in my cozy little nook? Is it sitting down and actually drawing a little bit and maybe going to the coffee shop downstairs? Nothing too crazy, but just something that changes my environment and switches gears for me into a more positive mindset. All right, so now that I've given you just a few little examples there, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how we can craft your self-care routine. So ask yourself the following, and please, please, please feel free to pause this podcast and write it down. I am such a big believer now in journaling. I used to not be, but I really do feel that journaling and writing down our thoughts on paper really helps us to 
resolve them or to actually let them go. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a special power there. I think our brains are constantly moving a million miles a minute. So when we can take a moment to just, okay, put it down on paper, really get to the root of it and not jump to the next thought, that's when I feel like we have the power to start changing things, to let things go, to resolve them. Um, and I think that journaling really brings clarity. So feel free to pause this, but the first question is, is for you to think about what brings you joy? Think about it in terms of categories, right? So is it sleep? Is it creative pursuits? Maybe hobbies? You know, making time for, for meaningful connections. So um, a quick little brunch with a gal pal or during a busy week, spending time with your favorite girlfriend and, and hanging out and just kind of catching up on the day, not venting about work, but catching up on your lives. Is it little relaxation things like a bubble bath? What brings you joy? Okay. Uh, and then the next question is, what kind of self-care would you like to have more of? So is it the spa days? Is it actually finishing the book that's been on your nightstand for six months now? Um, is it watching your favorite movies? Is it actually going to the movies? I'm a big fan of going to the movies. Um, or how about indoor rock climbing? Uh, you know, what are you thinking? And again, feel free to pause. You might want to take some time to really soak this in and think about what kind of self-care you would like to have more of. Okay, so I'm sure you've probably have thought about that now, but how much time are you actually spending on these things a week? So if the answer is not much or very little, now's the time to ask yourself, um, how can I turn these things into a daily and weekly routine? And please, I'm going to stress this, get ready. Do not say that you do not have time because if it is important we make time for it. And guys, your mental and your physical health is important. Let's repeat that. Your mental and physical health is important. So when you make time for yourself, you can show up in your life as a stronger and better version of yourself. I know that when I make time for my self-care routines, I'm coming to work as a better version of myself, which means I work with my teams in a better capacity, which means they like to work with me, which means we're a lot more productive and we're putting out work that we're proud of. Um, because when people are coming into work unhappy, pissed off, frustrated, they take it out on their coworkers and their colleagues, and that is felt across the board, and that can really mess with a team. It messes with the productivity level. It messes with the quality of the work that's being put out there. So do not think that self-care routines are selfish. They are to an extent. I mean, why not? You need to focus on you. But they also allow you to come to the table as a better version of yourself, hopefully improve all other aspects of your life, um, from career to relationships and all of it. All right, so to quickly just wrap this up for you, and again, you can pause this, take more time, spend more time to answer these questions. I highly, highly recommend it. But when thinking about self-care, really think about what brings you joy. 
and always have that go-to list of activities and things that you can easily tap to bring you back to a positive state, uh, positive state and a positive vibration, right? You love, it's so important to have that key arsenal of things that you can do because when you're feeling down, when you've had a rough day, when you're stressed, when you're frustrated, you know, it's so nice to be able to, on your phone, pull up this quick little list or have it hung up somewhere, whatever you need as a reminder, and just kind of pick one thing and say, you know what, I'm going to go take a bubble bath. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to play some piano music. Whatever it is that can help get you out of that funk, whether it's a five-minute walk around the block, whatever it might be, focus on you. And again, it is really up to you to set those boundaries and to create this safe space for self-care. And one last item, making these routine and a habit is key. Don't just do it for one day. Don't just... Try it for an hour and forget about it. Try to make it a habit. Maybe even take a look at your calendar this month and start to schedule things on certain days of the week. What can you be doing? Start thinking it through. So I'm going to leave you with this. What will your self-care routine look like this year? And if you'd love to share, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at manifestationlizified. All right. Cheers, y'all. Thank you guys so very much for listening. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. You can also find a few more doses of inspiration over at my Instagram at manifestation All right. Have an awesome, awesome day.